What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the All Things Croatia podcast. I'm your host, Stanko Zovak, and I'm bringing you the best of Croatia from around the globe. This episode is brought to you by Adriatic Tours, the best place since 1974 to book your cruises, tours, flights, and simply all things Croatia. Use the personalized code ALLTHINGSCROATIA to get a special discount and book your trip to Croatia today. For more information, go to www.adriatictours.com or click the link in the description. Now eat the modalje and let's get started. All right, welcome back to the podcast, everyone. On this episode, we have special guest Anna Alic. Anna is a Canadian-Croatian and a writer, actress, and stylist. Uh, having written and acted in short and feature films, Anna continues to expand her industry skills into costume designing as well. Uh, and in this episode, we're going to learn about her Croatian heritage and hear about the projects she's working on. Anna, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. This is going to be really fun. I'm excited. Yes, me too. Well, first, tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, about yourself, about your Croatian heritage. Yeah, so let's start with the Croatian heritage. So both of my parents were born in Croatia. I was born here in Canada, so I'm first generation. Um, my dad came over when he was around 22. So he was still fairly young, but a little bit older. So um, and then my mom came when she was about three. So my mom's parents came a lot um, earlier, obviously, and my grandfather worked in the mines, in Timmins, in this like northern Ontario area. And it was just for like a better life. Like a lot of the Croatian stories are of coming over to different countries just to get more work and have the opportunity to grow a, a better life for their family. But it's so funny because like every time, um, I mean, I grew up in the Croatian community. It's very much a part of our lives. And for so many Croatians here in Canada, I'm sure in other places in the world, it's like you want to keep that heritage going. And it's so ingrained in us since like we were little kids and our families and, and just bringing us and, and bringing us up in that culture and, you know, joining Kolo and going to the Croatian church and all of these amazing things that really like keep that spirit of the culture going. And, and that's a big part of it. Um, yeah, my dad came over when he was a little bit older. So, you know, um, my mom doesn't really have an accent. My dad still does have a little bit of an accent. And they met at a Croatian soccer tournament dance, <laughs> like you would <laughs> if you're in that uh, culture. And yeah, and then they, we just grew up in this small town called Oakville here. Um, I eventually moved to Toronto. But yeah, so my Dad is from a small village outside of Zadar called Polichnik. Actually, it's Gorni Polichnik. Um, really cute, quaint little village. I love going to Zadar. It's a really amazing city. Um, one of my favorites, obviously. And uh, I mean, all over Croatia is so beautiful. And then my mom is from Lika. So I'm part Dalmatinka, part Lichanka. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, I've spent many summers there. And actually, recently, my parents after retiring, moved back to Croatia, wow. which is kind of like what you did, right? Like you moved back to Croatia. And I feel like there has been in the past couple of years, this, you know, move to Croatia. Like a lot of people are moving back. They're seeing the value of that pace of life, of the, the just the values of the country. And it's really amazing to see. And there's more 
opportunities now to really do interesting things there and build there. Um, right now, my parents bought an investment property, which they're going to turn into a rental. And it's in Posadaria, which is like close by, about 20 minutes away from their home in the village my dad grew up in. So they actually built a home on the actual land where my dad grew up, which is really amazing. And everyone in the village is like our family, which is like very similar to um, a lot of other people's stories when it comes to Croatia. So they're really building this beautiful life there. And, um, and yeah, it's really amazing to be a part of it and to learn more about these different regions and to go back, you know, as much as we can to really like soak into the culture and be with our family because all of my dad's family is still over there in Croatia. Some of my mom's is here in Canada. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of a little bit of where my family's from. Hmm. And so now do you have any feelings to move to Croatia? I mean, do you have siblings? Are you there alone now? <laughs> like both your parents? Um, so my parents would love that. <laughs> and they keep saying like, you have houses here now. You can definitely come back. Um, for me, like I, I love the beauty of the country. I love visiting there. There's so much there that's just incredible. Um, I'm very big into nature and wellness and holistic living. And I think that the the quality of living over there is very much aligned with all of the principles that I really like and, and admire and respect. So I can see myself have this draw there, but at the same time, because of my love of filmmaking, um, it's a lot harder. Uh, the industry is not as big over there. There's definitely a filmmaking industry, but I, you know, I don't know the language as much as I wish I did. And I've really built up my career here in Canada. Um, being in Canada, we have access to, you know, the film industry in America. And that's kind of really where a lot of the work is. So for me, I can see myself going back a lot and just travel there and stay there for a couple months. But yeah, there's like a little bit of a pull, but then I've created such a strong um, career here that it would be kind of hard and and another part of like me being in this film industry is like I want to create films in Croatia I want to be able to go over there and, and actually like expand the film industry in any little way that I can I know that there is a thriving film industry within Croatia but if you think about it there's there's not a lot of like very well-known Croatian actors and filmmakers and, you know, of course we're a small country and, you know, there's a lot of that to be said about why there isn't that much of a representation, but I would love to see more of that, especially in like an American Canadian industry standpoint. Mm -hmm. Well, let's talk a little bit more about, you know, your career. Of course, that's a, you know, a big pull to stay there in Canada where you, you've, you know, <laughs> carved this career for yourself in the film industry. How did you get started in the film industry? Well, it was kind of in a winding road and definitely something that I didn't start off at um, in the beginning. I mean, I think a lot of Croatians that grow up first generation or second generation can understand that our parents coming over to different countries and really having to like work super hard to make a living and start new in a completely new place. It's all about safety in your career and really just like the traditional jobs and that's something that I was doing 
I actually went to school and have my degree in science. And I have a whole history of like working in the medical like industry. So for about 10 years from 16 to 26, I worked in the hospital. About three of those years, I worked in the ER as a unit clerk and definitely was like preparing myself to go into medicine which would have been, a, you know, my parents' dream, of course, <laughs> like any Croatian. Um, they would love to have their, you know, uh, you know, children get into that field because, and I understand the, the reasoning behind it, you know, that secure job, something that, you know, will be very beneficial in the future. It's really respectable and all those things, which is, are amazing qualities, but forever, especially in, in high school, I had this like pull to acting. I took drama class and all these things, but it always felt like this like secret love affair of the film world. Um, and because like I was saying, it was, it was hard to see anybody reflected in the film industry that was, you know, of Eastern European descent of specifically Croatian. Um, so I didn't really have a lot of references to go off of and, and none of my friends were pursuing that. And, you know, I grew up in a tight knit Croatian community in Oakville and it was just something that like kept on pulling at me. And then I, when I was in university, I switched my majors to a communication science only so that I could go do film classes, editing classes, photography and I've always had this like artistic side and then I've always had this scientific side. It just, the science came really naturally to me. So it was like, you know, of course that would make sense for me to pursue that. But then there's this artistic side of me that's always been there. And there was just a certain point where I couldn't deny it anymore. And I quit the hospital and, but before this, I got an internship at MTV in Canada which was kind of amazing because I'm this science student doing an internship at MTV doing like film production. I don't even know how I got in because it didn't really make any sense, but that was the first moment where I got to see like, oh, this is possible for me. I can, I can pursue this. And it was just like little by little, I, I kept on coming out of my shell and, and making these like small moves. Um, and then I remember, <laughs> in the ER, I was studying acting, but I didn't tell anybody. So I was doing these classes in Toronto and I would like, I would always work the like the night shifts. And I remember like specifically, I'd be taking my breaks on these stretchers in these other room, reading scripts and like practicing for these acting classes that I was taking. And it was like such a, a, a crazy difference to, to explore, but, um, I really love my time working in the ER and I really think that it like impacted who I am and, and who I am now and really pressed me for this kind of crazy film world <laughs> because no job will ever be as hard as that. And at the same time, filmmaking is a really difficult pursuit and you have long hours and, and kind of like craziness that goes along with it as well. So it was a great training ground in a weird way. And then one day I just like, I quit it all and moved to the city and just started pursuing acting and filmmaking in various different aspects. So I got an agent, started going out for auditions and um, then I started writing because I really wanted to, like I said, start writing these characters that 
represented who I am and things that I wasn't seeing in the industry. I was always getting these like Eastern European specific auditions that were just not representative of what they were very like cliched roles. And I wanted to start to see just who I was, you know, a first generation Croatian, um, just making their own way in, in Canada. And um, so that's why I started writing and getting into filmmaking in that, in that aspect. And then eventually, <laughs> um, at the same time, I was doing styling for many, many years. I've always had a love for clothing and fashion and design. It's something that just naturally comes through me. Um, and my mom has always been into fashion. I think that's where I get it from. She's been amazing. She's, she has such a beautiful eye for design that um, I really feel like I got that from her. And then it was like one thing led to another and I, I have this kind of accidental costume designing um, career. A, a good friend of mine who's an actress and director and, and really prolific here in Canada, um, she was doing her feature film and she asked me to do costume design. And this was a couple of years ago. Um, and I never did it before. And, you know, I have my styling background, but there were so many differences when it came to creating costumes for films. You have to think about the script, you have to think about continuity, you have to think about the characters and what they would wear. And um, I just kind of like threw myself in <laughs> and learned as I went. And I was really lucky because I was working with such incredible filmmakers in our industry. Um, I mean, these are like award-winning filmmakers. Um, so many people on this film set were just like taught me so much. And I was just so just grateful to have that experience. So I learned as I went. And um, from there, I've just been expanding my costume designing career. Uh, last year, I did four films um, for as a costume designer. Um, they're all these like movie like tv movies that are thriller based and uh just yeah so I've been working on many many films now and I love it I I love the culture of it I love the experience of it and just like being able to be on set and also learning for future jobs that I want to have in my life so I would love to get into directing and, and writing my own films like I said um, and this is just like, I'm being paid to be on set and do costume designing, but then I can watch the directors. I can watch all these people around me. And like I was saying, like it, it's been, it took me a really long time to get to this position where I don't feel the imposter syndrome anymore, especially coming from um, this culture where, like I said, there's not as much uh, representation in the same way that I feel like there could be and seeing examples. So it's just like slowly, little by little, just having the courage to go for this specific career aspiration. And it's, um, yeah, I'm still working on it. I'm still like getting to a place where I feel confident in my work, but it's it's such a journey. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I mean- Sorry, that was a long <laughs> answer. <laughs> Trying to think in my head, how do I unravel all of this? <laughs> yeah, I know. But I, I want to first, I want to go back to what you said about um, sort of the representation and, you know, the fact that you're writing 
and that you felt like these characters were sort of cliche, you know, Eastern European yep. characters. But have you been writing, you know, sort of characters that are close to yourself, you know, a first generation Croatian Canadian, you know, characters that you feel more of a connection with in your writing? I have, I have, um, not with every single script that I've been writing. I have uh, a couple scripts that I that I have that are still in the works. Um, there's one script in particular that I wrote with a writing partner of mine who's an amazing cinematographer here in, in Canada. And one of the lead characters, it's like a TV show concept, a pilot that we wrote. Um, one of the lead characters is is very much based off of being a first generation Croatian girl um, uh, who has this amazing Baba who like, you know, I, I wrote this incredible Baba character who just is living in Canada, but like has the, all the same qualities that you would imagine. This like hilarious, incredible, because there's so many funny things about, <laughs> about all these different generations and, and what it's like actually like living in Canada or a different country and you're an older, you know, you're part of the older generation and you never learned the kid, like, you know, you never learned English, you stick to your Croatian um, language. And there's just like so many funny things that only Croatians would like understand, you know what I mean? Like, um, so I try to incorporate a lot of those like funny scenarios that I remember from like my grandparents and like, you know, every time I'd go over to their house, it's like my, my diva's like making wine in the basement or like, you know, my bubba's in the garden and like, um, you come into the house and you're like, you have to eat. And like, you know, there's like a feast at your, at the table. And it's like, you're, they're offended if you don't eat. And if you bring friends over, they're like also offended if they don't eat and drink coffee and ha take a shot and all these amazing things that, um, it just leads to such incredible comedy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in real life too. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. life, I guess that's, that's why they say that. That's awesome that you're able to pay tribute, you know, not only to your Baba, but to the Croatian culture as well with that. Is that something that you're working on now or that's something that in the past you had written? That was something in the past that I had written. Um, I know that in the future, I, I do want to write something that is like specific to like that takes place in Croatia and very similar, you know, um, uh, like with a lead character who maybe grew up um, in a different cult uh, country, but still has those roots and that connection to her, her homeland and, and kind of discovering that um, I've yet to see that, like you kind of see that with some films like um, Under the Tuscan Sun or like My Big Fat Wedding and all of these, you know, that take place in different, European countries, but I haven't seen anything like that for the American market in Croatia. And I would like, cause my, I'm, I guess my genres, I really love rom-coms. I really love kind of like that type of those types of films. And I, I know that it's like there and eventually I'll get there. But I also think that it's something like really personal and um, something I don't want to like mess up is basically what I'm trying to say. Um, I really want to be authentic to it and, and, and write the best thing that I can. So I'm still in the process of, of working on that in the future. But right now I'm working on scripts that are catered more to the Canadian American market. 
just to break myself in and just to get kind of like my footing there. But 100%, one of my goals is to create something that, um, you know, American Canadian audiences can enjoy, but takes place over there. And um, is something that, yeah, is really, really would be really special. Yeah, that would be awesome. I, I would love to, to see something like that. And of course, yeah, that's not something you can just rush and, you know, try and get out there and produce, you know, that's something that's, you know, yeah. you're writing some truth and, and things that you know, that's, you know, that takes a lot of time. And yeah, that's not something you can just sort of, oh, let me write this and I'll write it. And there it is. Yeah, that's, I'm sure that's something that will take a while. Yeah, because it's something like special when it comes to like your culture and your heritage and all the experiences I've had uh, growing up. And there's so many like really incredible experiences. You probably have been through this too, because you grew up in, um, in America, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and like something that comes to mind, which is so interesting is like, there's these cultural phenomenons when it comes to living outside of, of the country that your family is from, that it's really hard to explain to anybody else, but you, it's like such a special pivotal moment. Like we used to have these things called, um, bash at the beach. And they were in this area called Hamilton. And they were literally in this like kind of barn gazebo on the beach and we would have like a Croatian band playing and like we were all like 18, 19, 20, like, like this young generation who would be so excited to go dance to like, you know, polo music and drink. And like, it was, we looked forward to it every single summer. It was always this kind of like wild party none of our like Canadian friends understood, you know, and then they would get there and be like, what is this? And it was just such a, and it doesn't exist anymore. Like they turned this whole area into condos, but for that time, it was, I like, I look back so fondly on those times because we'll never experience something like that again. And even people in Croatia wouldn't understand it. Like it's just so specific to, where we're at at that time and celebrating our culture and being with people are like our own age. And it was like such a fun kind of wild time. So things like that, I would love to like bring to the film world, but they're really special to me. So. Yeah, that would be awesome. I would love to see that. And I know probably everyone listening to all the diaspora who are listening would love to see yeah. something <laughs> as well, you know, to feel represented. Yeah. And yeah. There's a lot of good, as far as comedy goes, I think there's a lot of, <laughs> funny situations oh, yeah. that you can have with oh, that yeah. um you said your favorite genre I think was like rom-coms but you've been acting in some horror movies right how has that been yes <laughs> yes I have I'm I'm super scared of, of so I was <laughs> I mean it's not like a scary horror movie but um that was one of my uh first kind of like I guess breaks in the industry <laughs> and it was a it was a horror film called antisocial and it was uh it, it screened at many different places around the world and um was yeah it was a really fun experience I got to do a lot of stunts in that film um yeah it, it's that was a fun one that was a really interesting one um yeah that was great <laughs> I mean I won't even ask what it's about or anything I get scared just thinking about 
things like that just here reading description it, it was it was kind of about how social media basically turns people into zombies that's huh. okay. so it was ahead of its time you know it was really it was <laughs> when like was 10 that? years ago oh wow yeah um, it was 10 years ago yeah so i was very i was at the beginning of my acting career and kind of jumped into this project last minute they were looking for one more actor and um yeah it was uh it was quite the experience and um i i enjoy the horror genre to act in because you get to do so many crazy things like like i said i did so many stunts like in that i got to do my own stunt where i um my character i don't know if i should give this away but i basically had to wear a harness and get dropped from two floors Jeez. which was pretty pretty fun to do um <laughs> You always want to get those roles as an actor, but um, another genre that I love to explore is sci-fi and um, kind of like mixing, but making it very like, how do I describe it? Um, kind of like the film Arrival, something that feels very just still of this world and scientific based. I think this is where my science comes in and, and merging those, those two kind of loves science and, and art. And I really want to do like character driven, relatable um, science fiction stories that um, have female leads and just these incredible stories. Cause I've, I'm truly fascinated by uh, the spiritual world that the kind of like the cosmic world. And I'm sure we'll get into my, my podcast, but I've always had a fascination with it. And um, I would love to see more science fiction films based around these incredible female characters and yeah. maybe some Croatian characters, you know, <laughs> just <laughs> put it all together. <laughs> I won't try and force you to write every character as a Croatian character, but yeah, that would definitely be cool too. Um, yeah, I like the sci-fi films that are like realistic that you can, or you realistic, can at least take yeah. this really happen, like how would people really react? Not like the over the top, I don't know, like Sharknado or something cheesy that it's just, yeah. Like, I want to see something that, like, wow, I can, like, what's, I mean, even something like iRobot, you know, at least that's an old, yeah. why I thought of that one as my first example. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny that you say Sharknado, because I auditioned for one of their sequels. No way, really? <laughs> Which yeah. one? I, it was like the no third way. one. I don't know. There's been so many, but I didn't oh. get it, but it's just yeah, such a funny, <laughs> funny connection. But yeah. <laughs> Well, you, you let us um, with a good segue into your podcast. Um, well, I won't even try and preface it because I don't know anything, you know, sort of about that realm, so to speak. So I'll let you, you know, go ahead and tell us, you know, what is, aside from the film industry, you know, what else are you uh, interested in and doing and talk a little about the podcast and what that's about. I'm just going to do something right now because it's too sunny. Sorry. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Um, the sun is finally coming out. It hasn't been out in like the past three weeks, but now it's like glaring <laughs> at me. But um, so the podcast, I think, really came from my love of the of the wellness industry and holistic living, like I said. And um, that really started back when I was working in the hospital and just seeing day to day like what it truly means to be healthy and well and um, taking care of your yourself. And a lot of that has to do with like taking care of your mind and having this kind of like spiritual connection. And 
So a lot of that came from that time and I've always been interested in those topics. And the the podcast was just like a natural progression from, from that and wanting to explore these topics and, and wanting to talk to other experts in the field of health and wellness and and what it truly means to be healthy and well and diving into so many different topics. Um, I think that also being, you know, there's always this connection to um, the lifestyle in, in Croatia as well. I think that they have such a, people in Croatia have such a balanced way of living. They really like enjoy their life and it's not so much about like, you know, they're hard workers, but the, there is this beautiful balance. And I love to explore that on the podcast. I, I really love to talk about spirituality and, and get into that. And I also create these meditations on the podcast. So you can, because um, I've found meditating and meditation to be a huge part of my life and, and really helped me in all aspects of my life. Um, so the podcast is where that all happens, where I explore these like trippy topics. And it's really interesting when I first started the podcast, I was kind of like a little nervous for the, for my like Croatian peers and friends to discover it. Cause I feel like you don't hear it that much. You know what I mean? When it comes to our, our um, community. And I remember, I mean, my best friend, Natasha, who recommended me for this podcast, <laughs> Um, when she found out about it and I never like pushed on her or anything, she absolutely loved it. And then started telling everybody she knew about the podcast. And that was a moment for me to be like, wow. Okay. Like when you pursue interests that you really have a love for that you're passionate about, um, it doesn't matter what culture you come from. There's so many people that can relate because you are creating something that comes from that deep place of love and appreciation for something and um even though I was a little scared because like you know getting into some woo -woo topics and 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 worrying about like what my family would say or anything like that and it really has not been the case it, it's been like really embraced and um so that was something that I didn't expect and also that I I just love that it happened that way Hmm. Well, that's pretty cool to hear. I feel like, you know, yeah. that's honestly not that far away from the Croatian culture. Like, it, you know, maybe a part of as far as like wellness and holistic approaches to things. Like, I feel like that is a part of Croatian culture, but maybe not in those yeah. words, you know, in, in so many words. But like, I don't know, the fact, like you mentioned, they're hard workers. And while they, you know, are hard workers, they don't live to work. It's, you know, working to live and mm -hmm. to enjoy other things. And the therapy th through hard work and things like that and I don't know I kind of lost myself when I was trying to explain it but I felt like I had a good thought there of, of sort of um, like embed being embedded <laughs> in the culture and sort of wellness and holistic appro approaches to things but I mean you know better than I do maybe yeah. I'm no I think you're so right and I think that it's just like described in different ways so like what you know uh, when we talk about it here, we talk about um, our meditation practices, all these things, but over there, it's like, it's already a part of their daily practice. Like my parents go for walks in the, in the fields and that's a meditation practice, you know, or they're, um, everybody has a garden and like working with soil and your hands is like one of the most amazing things that you can do for your mind. Um, and they really care about the 
things that they're eating and eating like whole organic foods and respecting just like all of that and coming together in community too is a big thing and and just like so it's like there there's such a strong connection but it's just like done in different ways because it's already they don't need to describe it it's just like their way of life over there which is really amazing yeah, I think okay, that's that's what I was trying to say. What you yeah. Right there. <laughs> um, you know, Anna, as we're sort of coming down to the end of the time here, uh, where can people find you know first of all your podcast, and then you know see other information about you, your other works, your acting stuff, directing, you know, costume designing. Where can they find your information? Well, you can find a lot of it on uh, Instagram, and it's just Anna Alich, um, and I also have a website, AnnaAlich.com. That's where you'll see all of my film work um, and upcoming film work. And uh, I think this year, a lot of it will be costume designing. So I'm continuously working with this one company and um, expanding that. But I have a couple of writing projects kind of in the works. So I'm excited to um, pursue those and, and get those off the ground because that's really where my love is and, and what I want to continue doing. And then um, Topanga Moon is my kind of wellness spirituality podcast you can find everything on uh topanga underscore moon which is the instagram or the podcast if you just look up on spotify itunes it's kind of everywhere where you find your podcast awesome i'll drop links as well so people listening can go ahead and click in the description um, on those but anna i want to thank you as we you know come down to the end here so much for coming on the all things croatia podcast i'm really excited to see especially the the movie you were talking about with the yeah <laughs> character that would be really awesome to see but everything else that you're doing as well uh, looking forward to, to seeing what the future brings for you thank you so much and thank you for um creating a platform like this because there's not a lot of it you know and i think it's so amazing that you're connecting people who um have this strong love and appreciation for where they come and are doing such interesting things in the world so it's really amazing that you're doing that thank you i really appreciate that you uh, thank you for coming on the podcast okay thanks so much